Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Uh, I'm Mike Morales. <laughs> You're watching Sipping Off the Cuff on TequilaAficionado.com. I'm in San Antonio. That gentleman over there is... Good night. I'm Rick Levy <laughs> in San Diego. <laughs> it's nighttime where you are. I'm in Australia. No, I'm San Antonio, Texas. It's nighttime, not the middle of the night, but close to it. Um, we, Rick and I, have been discussing, dissecting, and really thoroughly enjoying G4. This is Felipe Camarena's G4. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Camarena. What a show off. He's got a signed <laughs> bottle. I got I got a signed label. You know what I mean? So uh, we, have, we have really just taken a trip through this. When you, when, just when you think it can't get any better, he does. He, he just, you know, if you, if you probably at this point, you may have seen our Terralta uh, videos. The, that, that Terralta line is also Felipe's, a uh, completely different line for a completely different reason. And this line, we, we have come to the conclusion that this line, if we were going to introduce you or one of our best friends to Felipe Camarena and what he is capable of, we would probably choose G4 of the three lines that we've tasted this year from El Pandillo. That's where uh, we would start, but it's certainly not where we would stop. <laughs> no, no, God forbid. You you, you whole, have to do a whole month. And uh, again, this has been a trip through the, uh, through the highest growing region of Jalisco. Again, yes. you know, Felipe's growing his own agaves uh, right around... Uh, his uh, distillery, and uh, they're growing them at about 6,800 feet, which well, is uh, you know, the highest you can find, probably. Yeah. Um, he, uh, from what we know, this is a 50-50 blend of rainwater and distillation uh, along with his well water that he's well known for. Um, what do we know? How long? Now, we know it's an XA. They're legally... They don't have to tell us how long they they this is an XA. We know that it has to be three years or more. Do yeah. we know anything else? Do we know anything else? That's what they're saying. They're saying three years, maybe more. <laughs> well, so. judging judging from what we know about him and barrels, right? We know he uses ancient barrels. Yeah, uh, he's not real fond of of masking his tequilas as opposed to adding another layer of complexity. He's um, not a barrel head, you know, he's, yeah, like he's the, not, he's, he's the opposite of, uh, of Enrique Fonseca. Right. I mean, <laughs> so Enrique look. Fonseca is a genius when it comes to barrels yeah. and, uh, he does, you know, he adds amazing stuff to his, to his juices by oh, the yeah. way he manages his barrels. And with Felipe, it's the opposite. He's always focused on the agave. Well, that's, um, as you can see, this is for an XA. That's real light. So it, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all that after, you know, right at the end of three years, he's pulling this out of the barrel. Um, the, by the way, all, all the expressions are 80 proof, 40 ABV. Um, unlike Terralta, where he had a couple of one, he had a 110 and a 55. He had a, he had unless, a unless you were lucky enough, <laughs> if you visit, if you visit the distillery, you might be able to pick up a bottle of uh, 
of Felipe's single barrel barrel proof. <laughs> he had like a private barrel. Oh. And so there are oh. some bottles out there that aficionados have from, from Felipe's private barrel that is, it's uh, overproof. You're killing me. <laughs> You're killing me. Oh my God. I'm but using my general my glass. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, again, very light in color. This is this is not you know, uh, not for oakheads. I mean, it's it's yeah, very light. And you're using the uh, the the uh, uh, yeah, I'm the using prototype. an early prototype of the uh, Harito yep. that uh, we've been reviewing for uh, Romeo Ristov and Chisholm Trail and Stossel. Oh, oh, it's not tequila, it's perfume. I, I just oh. wanted to, just right here, my bowl, <laughs> right here. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, it's, it's perfumey. It is, it is, oh my goodness. It's, it's a more amped up version of the Añejo, which, which is, what you might you know, expect. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's really just Yeah. I think it's sweeter it's, and spicier on the nose, you know, the again it's just a it's just a, a louder progression of the añejo. Yeah. Um But uh, again, all of his all of his expressions are toned down from what you would you would expect from an extra añejo. You know, you'd expect this to be screaming at you, but it's really not. It's it's mm -hmm. what most añejos are doing now. He's doing with this extra añejo. Wow. So we're, we know we're getting more of the of the the barrel spiciness, the sweet spiciness. I'm not getting any more baked fruit. Like I did with the añejo, at least not yet. Anyway, I might be picking up a little in the uh, in the harito. Okay, all right. I mean, chances are it's there. It's it, it's just it's the same liquid that's just been pulled out of the barrel later than sooner. So, yeah. oh, okay. Now there it is. There's more alcohol also. I I mean I I just broke the seal on this so. Uh, it's right where it belongs at the bottom of the glass. So, wow, that is lovely. But it's perfumey. It it, it is it is more of the perfuming, spicy notes that I'm getting. What are you What are you getting? What are you nosing? What, what's in I'm there right now? I'm trying to figure out if I'm getting a little bit of leather. Normally, we would get more leather and chocolate and cocoa in a much in a charred barrel, as opposed to a yeah. toasted barrel, a, a much newer barrel. Let's put it that way. Because what we know, we know he's using these ancient barrels. We don't know how ancient, but yeah, you know, I'm getting more of the barrel spice certainly, and I, I think I probably am picking up some of the uh, some of the baked. You know, starchy really? fruit. Okay. 
Yeah. It could be my glass. It might. This was a stemmed glass with with it more of a, of a of a flared out balloon. I love this glass. Don't get me wrong. This is a this is an expensive crystal, uh, one of the finest crystals out there. And also, by the way, uh, the high, the uh, Jarritos are also crystal. Uh, my understanding is Stossel has some of the best crystal in 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 the country when it comes to to specific glassware. So they're comparable to whatever Riedel has put out, um, or Glencairn for that matter. I, I think they're on par with Glencairn as far as their glass, uh, the quality of their glass. I've learned a lot doing doing these the, the flavor tastings uh, with, with the Jarritos. It's been a real, real education. And Romeo, when I had a chance to interview Romeo for Open Bar, Romeo being the owner of, of Chisholm Trail, who has designed that Jarrito, and and is a fascinating man, really a nice guy. Rick has talked to him on the phone. Yeah, he's got so um, much information. It's wonderful. Yeah, it, it's really it's 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 very much like talking to a master distiller, as someone uh, someone who believes in the craft and who gets it. Mm -hmm. And 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 what we're looking for is something that that historically and archaeologically is more accurate for agave spirits, so that it belongs to Mexico. It belongs to the, you know, the spirit of Mexico. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with, with our notes and everybody else that's submitting notes to uh, to Romeo and, and, and Chisholm Trail. So we're hoping that might be, you might, you folks out there might be getting your first look at what, what a, an agave, a, a preferred agave, uh, a, a preferred vessel for agave spirits. But I'm really enjoying it. Uh, the XA out of this glass. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of uh, a lot of deep, you know, really kind of luscious notes off of the Harito. And this is this is the uh, that's the thicker widest. It, yeah, it's the widest of the Haritos too. It has a it has a, a wider opening. It has a wider base. There's a lot of room to. Uh, to diffuse and to, to swirl diffuse. around. And, you know, when I was doing the, when we were doing the Añejo, uh, we were both using the Glen Cairn, but then I had right. to throw a splash into a Jarrito as well to kind of compare because I was kind of missing that kind of deep, luscious kind of yeah, aroma the, that I'm getting the, off the, the tumblers, The tumblers were really a lot of fun to play with. You know, there, it was fun to experiment with them because... We were easily pulling out stuff that we're, we're, I, I think in our in our heads, Rick and I are going, "How did I miss that?" You know, because it makes those glasses, those tumblers, make things. You know, the, the better the glass, the 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 easier it is to nose and to and to sample because it it makes it um, much more obvious to you, and and then you're going in the back of your head, "Am I really just a novice, or have I did I how did I miss that?" You know. So it's, it's, there's a lot to be said about good quality glassware to enhance your, you know, your enjoyment of the spirit. If you're going to yeah. spend, you know, what do we talk about? If you're going to spend 50, 60, 70 bucks on, on, a, on a bottle, you may as well have a really nice crystal glass that you can enjoy it in because don't you deserve it? You know? yeah. While we're talking price, the spread I found on the XA was. Oh, uh, yeah. Surprise me. Was between 60 and 80. 
and uh, really? most of it was in the uh, in like the high 60s to 70 range. But right now at uh, <laughs> at Old Town, it's on sale for sixty dollars. Are you getting a commission from Z's? You would think. That, you would think. Uh, no. I don't know. I'd say. I'd say. You know what? This is misdirection. He. He's. He's misdirecting you. He's going to go and pull cases just for Rick. Because <laughs> at that point, <laughs> well, no, I just. I just pulled these. Day. I pulled these prices off the website. And so, you know, anybody going to their website and placing an order right now, those are the prices that they would get. Yeah, but if they're if they're out of stock, it's because Rick has them for you. <laughs> <laughs> Contact Rick as i ibootleg.com. No. <laughs> oh, it's just amplified sweetness from from the añejo. I don't. I'm gonna. I haven't tasted it yet, so I'm gonna taste it. Oh, oh. Okay, tell me I'm wrong. You're right. There's, I wouldn't call it leather. I would call it tobacco. Okay. Uh, and on the back of the palate, I almost got like a like a licorice, almost like a, um, like an ouzo, but a bitterness. You know, like a like a. Not so bitter like we've had before, like in the Blanco, like on the sides. I had yeah. more of it on the back end. And it's, I would say more of the bitterness would be like tobacco. Um, probably not leather. But, you know, I'll have to delve into it a little bit more. I, I just, but it's on the back end. It's on the, it's a, it's on the, it's on the palate and, and the finish. Still has nice pepper. Um, you know, you definitely can taste the barrel spice. I'm not getting the vanilla anymore. I don't think. Not as not as prominent. It is, it is that um, you know kind of bitterness. I think that you're describing, but I, you know, I don't consider it a a, a bad bitterness. No, no, no. It, yeah. It's like it's like a it, when I say bitter, you know, there's bitter chocolate, for instance. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's like it's like a bitter chocolate, or Maybe even a a, a, a a cacao or a cocoa, yeah. but not as sweet. Uh, you know, I got more of the bitter chocolate, more more of the tobacco. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of going it's kind of going on that spectrum. It's as strange opposed to because in some aspects it seems a little bit sweeter than the añejo, but in terms of that bitterness, you know, that bitter quality is not sweet. No, no, it, but but it's. It's nice. It's adding a nice balance to the sweetness. Mm. You know, I think when you go yeah. as old, I think the sweetness is probably coming more from like the uh, the baked starchy fruit. Well, he's trying to find a balance. You know, the nose is sweet, but but on the back end, there's a little bitterness there. Just just to let you know you're alive. You know, <laughs> and and I like that. He's he's playing with your palate. He he yeah. has. He has really just, you know, it's amazing when when master distillers are uh, go out to 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 uh, they they look for a certain result, and then to see how gratifying it is for them that they've accomplished what they set out to do. 
You know, uh, I, I, I go back to, to uh, Herman Gonzalez and the way, you know, what he did with, with Tears of Llorona and, Tear, and T1. You know, he was looking for a certain effect and, he's, and he got it. He got mm-hmm. it. And Felipe is like, he, he, his concentration for all three of these brands with different expressions, I don't know how, I don't know how he, I don't know how he did it. You know, um, yeah. it's, well, it's there's, really, master. there's really a lot of thought involved and, and it's not something, these are tequilas that you cannot just gloss over. Don't, don't do yourself a favor and don't gloss over them. Of the, of the four, I could, I would say that I would probably be able to find a comparable cigar to match with this because I think that I think the bitterness on the back end allows it to be paired with a with a cigar, not an aggressive cigar because that's going to clash, but something I think along the same lines where it's parallel. It'll be a challenge, but it can it can be done. Um, but I wouldn't do it with the añejo. I would do it with this one. Mm-hmm. And again, just my personal opinion. But and, you and know, again, you know, if you're an oakhead. You know, it's probably not for you because he has such a light touch with the barrel. This is not like the big, sweet, deep XAs that uh, that uh, you might be used to. Oh, wow! Mm. What a beautiful, Absolutely. what a beautiful. Um, wow! Again, Brandon Promise nominee in the Legacy category of Extra Añejo. How how cool is this? This is this is just, you know, whatever, really, literally, whatever it is that that turns you on. If you're a blanco guy, you can you can go to the or gal, you can go to the blanco. If you're a dyed in the wool reposado person and and that's what you base all your tequilas on, you will not be sorry with the repo. Uh, if it's the añejo. You'd be you. It's a surprising añejo, and that extra this extra añejo. This is the one. This is your nightcap again. Like we, I may have said before in the past, this would be the nightcap or with the cigar. Um, lovely stuff. I just, holy cow, man! I just can't say enough. It's been fun with the really nice glassware too, because we've been able to compare and contrast some of the stuff that we're pulling out. And you know, Philippe is probably scratching his head, going, "I never intended for that to happen." But <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, but that's what we're getting. That's our, you know, that's what why we call it sipping off the cuff. Um, you've been watching sipping off the cuff. Uh, this has been a lovely trip through G4 and El Pandillo, um, Felipe Camarena. Uh, look for a big rollout nationwide. Um, somewhere before the end of the year i'm not exactly sure the the people that hint that got this to us are, is the pr company for g4 so i'm hoping that's that that they're they're gonna launch it properly like like it should always have been launched um you know to, that it gets the attention that pasote has gotten and that Toronto is getting now i think i think that would be very gratifying for him and for us um I, you mentioned off camera too rick this was originally a, a Mexican brand, right? This was yeah, exclusively this was, Mexico. This was one of the uh, this was one of the first tequilas he started producing at El Pandillo. Uh, the uh, 
the G4 brand was the first of uh, the first of his the three lines that hit the nom lists for, at the CRT, and that was back in November 2012. Uh, the wow. G4 uh, started appearing for sale in Mexico, I believe, sometime in 2014, and uh, you know that started as just the Blanco, and uh, so I assume you know he was selling some stuff as he was getting the distillery up and running. Right. And then when he had the full line ready, um, that's when he was ready to export. But, uh, you know, everything else hit the anomalists in 2016. Like Toralta was November 2016, Pesote February 2016. Even the Artenom uh, Blanco was May 2016. And then all of those started showing up in the U.S. in 2016. Wow. You know, for, for the length of time that he's been on the market. Now, for those of you who, who know of Felipe Camarena, you know that he had a previous tequila uh, called Trago. I'm not exactly sure what happened. Some of you out there watching or hearing us probably know more about that story. It The, the brand has disappeared, but it made a name for Felipe. I mean, people, if people who still look for that bottle and can find it, it's, it's, it's a treasure bottle because the juice inside was amazing. I mean, there are people screaming about that, about Trago. I could never, I was living in New Mexico. I couldn't, not only could I not get it until it was out there, but I, then I couldn't afford it, you know? Um, but, uh, I, I think that's where he, he, he made a name for himself, but what he's done with these three in a short amount of time, you know, three different lines, three different uh, importers, and, and you know, like and within three different profiles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, more than that, I mean, if, if you look at the expressions, the expressions have all these their own personalities. It, they, they really do. Yeah. Um, and I think G four, as we said, this is a if you're going to introduce somebody to Felipe Camarena. This is the line to do it with. And then, you know, you if you want to branch out, you feel more adventuresome, you go to Terralta or, or you, you know, you want to find something really on the weird side, you go to Pasote or, or <laughs> you know, whatever. It, but this is, this, is, this is the one you shake hands with. And if you can find it for those prices that, that Rick mentioned, get them. Because it, it isn't going to last much longer, <laughs> let me tell you. Not if we have anything to say about it. Um, that's our take on, on G4 from Felipe Camarena uh, here on Sipping Off the Cuff. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That man over there is... Rick Levy in San Diego. And, and the reason for all this is, is so, that, so that ustedes pueden tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.